So, in the last episode, we spoke of this spatial notion of pressing out somehow from uh, this, you know, to build out supernature. Right now, it's uh, just a distant fucking uh, whatever. And on the far side, you have, um, you know, a small army of speculative abstract operators probing into the darkness but it doesn't really move history again whatever exactly that means until this inner space begins to by force by violence uh, of will whatever the expansion is affected meaning what you know if you're to look at Block time, block time Twitter, okay? This is what social media is. It's This is what the nine to five is. This is what the road system is. And I'm sure you do. I'm sure you look at it. I'm sure you partake in it. Even if it's just Amazon pulling up to your rural Idahoan homestead. And then you consider our old friend, Dr. Joseph Farrell. Defrocked, not really defrocked. He, I think he stepped down, but he was causing a lot of problems for the Orthodox Church. I think this was 90s, maybe very early 2000s. Now it's not entirely clear what he does other than live by himself somewhere in Oklahoma and puts out his newsletter. He's put out a number of really good and interesting books in the form of, you know, I think that uh, Trine Day is the sort of place. I like Trine Day. I talked to Chris, the owner and publisher there, and uh, he's actually the only guy who really wanted to, to publish King of Dogs. I could have published with an outside entity, but I chose to go it alone. Nothing against Chris. He's probably the only guy right now that I know of who I would care to really enter into that sort of relationship with. But Dr. Joseph Rell is a guy who is putting Pulp Fiction covers and a lot of style, and he can affect, modulate, you know, his whatever his inner voices are. They're likely many down into a he can distill this into a type of not quite general readership but pretty damn close he's the guy who did all the work on the 
history of banking related to speculative stuff related to the Nazi bell. He's taken that back into time. I'm pretty sure he is one of, if not the main proponent of the idea that there were ancient resonant technologies that somehow harnessed, you know, resonance. Same guy who put out, I mean, one of the most mind-blowing and thorough uh, kind of studies or examinations of philosophical history ever. Of course, nobody knows about it. It's called God, History, Dialectics. Well worth grabbing some copies of that for your posterity and support the guy if nothing else. In those types of examinations you're going to get, you know, notions of things like uh, the monad. This is often attributed into Pythagoreanism and it gets murky, right? Like immediately. Well, so where did Pythagoras go? Yeah, maybe Egypt. Okay, let's go over to Egypt. But you get the monad extending out into two dimensions of a line into a third dot and you have there what seems to be the uh, a brief if um, not pretty pretty curious, maybe not rock solid. What, what can be rock solid at that point? I don't know, but a union where uh, what we can conceive of verbally is going to jive and then create with, that is not just conceive, but narrativize with geometry, mathematics, etc. My supposition is that much of the conspiratorial worldview is is going to be both right and wrong. Um, I think that there you have now in front of us, we're looking at, we mentioned Howling Void, you know, uh, an episode or two ago, who espouses the view that there there's no cabal. There is no Hoffmanian evil genius in play. It's more um, the collision and the getting out of hand these many many complex interwoven systems these systems uh, obviously weren't you know maybe there isn't a prehistory that was hyper technological or whatever but there's no arguing with the fact that we are reaching or have reached or already past the point of no return where these things are totally out of out of hand. So it would seem, right? So Joseph Farrell suggests and Catherine Austin Fitz, who go ahead and put your brain up against hers and see how that turns out, um, have both both more or less signed on to this idea that there are these dark pools of money, they don't just sort of I don't know what sit offshore there's only so many fucking yachts in the world they don't just kind of I don't know get snorted up a lot of people's noses and cocaine exchanges when they correlate these numbers with commodities and the consumption 
I think that uh, the skew begins to take on um, something like hard evidence to suggest that there may already be um, not just a not just one breakaway civilization, but multiple. I'm really personally not so sure about this. It would it would seem to me my feeling, my intuition would be more like, well. I could see that all the preparations for that. I could see all of the movements of various industries and the activity of the various you know, um, billionaire class, at least the ones we know about. Maybe they anticipate something like that. That gets problematic, though, to um, to deploy the reappropriated from blue-haired people, cat lady phrase. Um, it becomes genuinely a problem to square because I don't quite know why now it's being advertised or made known if you will you, you know this was I'll go to Castellero here in a minute and promise software and inslaw and this dark space right between whatever 1988 or something and uh, and now when it seems to be out in the open that the banking sector has had some form of AI for 20 plus years this was how BlackRock became BlackRock. I don't have the time, and that's not how I work. You know, we've talked about what tracking really is. It's leapfrogging. It's getting out ahead of the thing. Because if you cannot do that, it, you know, send in your, your archaeologists or your fucking bone pickers or whatever behind to sort out. That ain't, that ain't me. That ain't my job. It's not how I'm built. The fact that AI has been in place and is now, what I'm referring to here, if you're not familiar with this, is a number of influencers and articles have been pushing this line over the past maybe six months to a year. And there seems to be the story, right, is there's, there's a tension here between what can essentially can we program AI or send it on the path off with like true data or truth can we make unfavorable you know uncomfortable observations about reality um, and then work off of that or can we just not fucking do that I don't I don't I don't I mean that's obviously a thing that's going on and many many people probably very smart people very rich people are embroiled in this spat like a spat that can't even really be you know you and I can talk about it but it can't be couched in these raw terms like do you want to have an AI that's sort of humanitarian in this uh, you know the Keith Preston sort of um, totalitarian human humanism notion, or do you just want to, you know, be real and 
call it how it is. Certain people are going to be good at certain things, yeah, and not good at others, etc. Go ahead and reorganize your technological super society based on that. I'm not so sure, despite the fact that, sure, you can employ journalists who will make... Oh, I think I misspoke in the pad, pad. If I said in episode seven that quarter of a million people crossed the border like last month, I think that's not true. I think that's for the year. You probably got that. Anyway, if I can employ a bunch of journalists at that same price, um, that same number, pay them a quarter million dollars a year, they're more than happy to fucking get lattes and feel important on the internet and kick around this this diversion, this bullshit. We mentioned Castellaro a few episodes back. The octopus. Guy gets fucking brained or in a hotel. The research disappears. He's hot on the trail of some stuff that seems to predate but lead into dovetail with the what you could call it like the Epstein era of intelligence apparatus machinations the the forms of control that they leveraged over science and art in particular over a I guess almost a more well about a 30 year period The idea with this INSLA promise, that's an acronym for something, P-R-O-M-I-S. Pardon me, software was. It's going to be touted as some sort of organizational tool. And then they're going to sell it. They're not even going to give it away. They're going to make the DOJ or DOD. They're going to make money along the way. They're going to sell it to all the intelligence outfits around the world. And then they're gonna have a back door and all of that data will be there for them. Where these things um, come together with, I don't know, something like Google, right? CIA seed money. Is Sergey Brin on board with... Yeah, dude, that guy's on board with all of it. Um, We want to 3D print, you know, rubberized infants for the fucking burgeoning, I don't know, Mars to Venus sex tourism package and, uh, you know, otherwise enslave the very soul of humanity along the way. I mean, an absolute fucking... Scum. Just how the fuck do you even exist, dude? So this space that I'm uh, envisioning and trying to draw the remnant attention to, if, if you will, if you will follow me, you know, you have on top of you whether demiurge or demiurge, however you say this, or collapsing fucking super systems or Hoffmanian cabal or uh, some classical Christian cunning of reason sort of whatever it is prison planet block time there's no doubt in my mind my my experience shows that if you want to um, pump your central nervous system full to the brim with some hallucinogenic brew this will blast you right the fuck out of uh, block time for sure what you get from that though shorn of I just think it's a squad personally I don't really maybe it's just the Norwegian in me which is uh Basically, the Norwegian seems to be the part that speaks, and the Scottish is the part that uh, just fumes and then occasionally, uh, you know, lashes out in great fits of fucking violence. 
there's some nice stuff in there too, but you get the point. Um, it seems to me a squad. It seems to me that that somehow too is baked in biologically uh, on, on the meat suit aspect. You can explore this. You know, I looked it up in um, Teilhard de Chardin, however the hell. What what a what a weird name. Um, he calls it the Neosphere, and this is the organic psychic network that is referred to by Pasolka in her book, The Encounters. So this is carrying with it um, and no longer popularized for some reason. It's implied that there is an organization, topography, geometry. Therefore, navigation. How you get the motion, well, there have been many attempts to dissect that I suggest to you that probably the only uh, real safe way and real effective way at long term is to build up your own system of value via inertia there comes this place where uh, you're going to meet a fucking a brick wall the idea of the, the lone wolf is going to be problematic why this is well it may have to do with our nature in being directly. Because if we are these bubble-like or grain, grains of, you know, the all-mind of one con of consciousness itself, and you are just this sort of, you know, permeable membrane uh, bubble, golden sphere, floating in some type of perceptual framework which itself is its its nature is totally fucking unknown why is it this way why do we both agree that it's blue well maybe this is what i'm saying maybe we both need to agree that it's blue for it to be actually blue does that sound like a zen cohen i it's not trying to be it's not I'm not a big fan of that sort of if you've listened to the warhorse obviously I'm bypassing that sort of, uh, you know, cult-level bullshit at, at every place I possibly can. Nonetheless, you do get to these places where can you really be sure of this thing if, if the partner standing next to you um, disagrees? At the level of economy, politics, push-pull, that's that's one thing at the level of you know I don't really care to I just don't see it as my job and I, I don't have a, I don't place any value in it um, philosophically spiritually I just you're not going to prod me into um, pushing my way I can push with the best of them I fuck you up in all kinds of ways I just don't really care to, you know. I know what's up at the trough. I've been there. And it completely fucking confounds me and I, I just have my own heuristics just like you do, I suppose, to manage these incongruencies. You know, oh my gosh, Charlie Munger passed. Who gives a fuck? Kelly Joe Phelps passed fucking two years ago. Does anybody even give a shit about that? No. Okay, well, fuck you. I don't give a shit about your stupid fucking, uh, you know, shekel mammon worshiping shit. Don't fucking care. Never have. Never fucking will. It's funny, you know, um, what, what we will approach boldly and what we will not and um, 
collaboration is is a strange notion. Um, for I, I don't really go along with this idea like, it, oh, it's American, it's in your blood. No, fuck you. That doesn't have anything to do with it. It's about honor. And it's about loyalty. It's about character. And you know... The, everybody knows, you know, the nature of your power, of your, your project. You may not be able to understand from some, you know, mere description what all is contained in the idea of an act of power versus your project. As plainly as I could imagine it, um, just like Castaneda said, one has fucking heart, dude, and yours doesn't. The other one, it's got no heart, you know. You want to work with uh, authentic Mexican dish franchises? Go for it. I mean, why don't you at least start your own fucking thing? You're, you know, probably more hard than that. I don't, again, totally fucking tangential to the point here. The point is, it's easy enough for two people to say, Dude, is, this this, is this figure that I added up... Uh, is it $9,999? Well, let me check your math. Yeah, looks good. Okay. Now, again, how do you get there? How do you get to the newest sphere, the edge of it? And how do you get beyond it? What is... It would it would track, right, that some of this is going to be sort of laid out. There's going to be some type of organization to this thing. There's going to be... Main lines, main springs, highways, byways, rest areas, what have you. Something of this nature. There may be giant pools of darkness as well, but there's going to be an avenue. You have in front of you in this creation, uh, this notion of boundaries and this notion of semi-permeability. And let's say you and your pal... decide to drop that uh, 250 mics or split the pound of strong mushrooms between you. Okay? Going, fucking going. Think about the type of person you want to do that with. Whether or not you are the type of person to do this or not, just imagine yourself for a second. All right, yeah, there's things I've done where I just, there's the ledge, I'm doing it. Bye-bye. Adios, piggies. Here I go. So now apply that to this particular ledge. I'm not talking about the fucking three stems that you ate at a concert when you were fucking 25. I'm talking about, like, I don't know how to even measure it. Massive numbers, magnitudes, magnitudes, magnitudes of order beyond. Who are you going to bear your soul to, really? I think that the, you know, the tragic aspect of the human nature now is what everybody really wants in uh, in not everybody, okay, but I mean the masses, whatever. Those who have convinced themselves of the NPC block time, the the validity of it, will. adhere to a type of there are many cliches I suppose for this uh, you know it's a form of envy and it's a form of accept accept me for the fucking asshole that I am which is a different thing entirely than repentance and it's not surprising that, that that would be as, you know, Leonard Cohen, what, what did they mean? Repent, repent. I wonder what they meant. You know, that's your advanced man in modern day who can even ask the question, well, I wonder. My contention is that for, you know, the remnant, the overman, the fucking 
Hinterwelter, the Backworldsmen, uh, for the Saint, for just to, you, I don't really think in any of these terms. I just want to live fully and be good. I want, to, I want, you know, the master game sort of fell in front of me. I was like, uh, yeah, that's that's it. That's what I want. I don't want your fucking backslaps. I don't want your fucking plastic awards. I don't even care if they're made of gold. Do I want to provide something of value for my loved ones? Yeah. Do I need to, like, gape my asshole on fucking television uh, in order to achieve that? I mean, what? why is that so fucking hard? Well, in the apparent simplicity there, evidently is some sort of extremely complicated juncture, uh, you know, of a juncture of dimensional proportions. If we're talking about, if, if I am right and there is something like a moral dimension, I don't mean, well, let's consider this under legal terms. Let's, let's parse this out and then uh, make a section of the library for, you know, stacks of word books. I am suggesting to you that the notion of the beam, the notion of fate, the notion of being pulled, being called, all of these suggest a force, uh, uh, something, again, like I'm not a physics guy and I'm not so sure that even physics, physics guys could, or maybe it's not even meant to be conceptualized. Maybe it can only be felt and the stories of the value and protecting of your heart or your soul or whatever, <clears throat> you know, maybe in a more just situation that would be uh, reiterated and reiterated and, you know, really beaten in so that everyone has a fair chance at that because uh, fucking clearly we don't come in with the same sets of gifts. Um, yeah. In this space, right, uh, where you, you are operating in the abstract, okay? I think this is what McCarthy is alluding to. It's not, it's not at all the case that this twin sort of genius character, brother, sister, is located in a, a, a realistic literary world. It, it might take fucking critics a hundred years to even accept that. That's the current snail's pace uh, that you know, the best and brightest are fucking functioning on. Which suggests to me itself, like, dude, just it's time to fucking move on. It's time for... Uh, like innovation in the absolute sense uh, as my friend James Bowery might suggest you know uh, there was a, there was a dude who rubbed those first two sticks together and then taught his kid how to do that I think we've wind out, we've wound out, you know, the idea like, well, so, you know, you teach your kid your, your trade right now. If you're very, very um, insightful, you might have a chance of, uh, you know, already having lucked out with selecting some trade that will be here in 20, 50, 100 years. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, AI will never be able to cut hair. Because you can't really engage in Fucking give them a minute, dude. Because what we have to allow for is the coincident, uh, you know, degradation of, of like, the social... <laughs> uh, let's just say that. The social, uh, you know, needs... What, what do I have to give? Giving is a thing. It's not just simply like, I... I'm, <laughs> I need you to validate me. Uh, there's a need to exchange at you know some base level. So track with me. This isn't as hard as it, seem, it might seem. 
there is a space where this this occurs okay there was a dude who fucking made an obsidian knife and fed the fuck out of his kids there was a dude who rubbed sticks together etc there was a dude who figured out how to mind control royals and take the take over banking industries man that guy fucking existed his progeny is still up there sitting at the top waving their big fucking uh, cigars at you and uh, you know Peter Tosh I think he's right I mean I think you everybody knows but it's it's no comfort and it's not good enough down press a man where are you going to run to the rocks are going to boil the rocks are going to melt okay well I think what he's pointing to and what Christians miss and what everybody fucking misses is in supernature all of this is a piece you don't get to you can believe and hope that there's going to be a literal little a fucking hut out there in the darkness you're going to sort of wander out of your your meat suit at the point of dying and there'll be a sign you know of course there'll be a check-in just like in Beetlejuice that's what everybody really wants and uh, I think we're missing the point here I think that the the do you see how this is the problem of the narrative? The narrative has to be supported. You don't just get to introduce these ideas. And that's what... That's, go ahead, pick one, and you'll find the fucking support apparatus. I don't want to get bogged down in that. You're in a... We are all approaching or already past some point in this confluence between... Again, the newosphere or like the the psychic level of accounting, if you will. There is some sort of green aether grid. Uh, you know, there must be motion to it. There must be some accounting. It's I don't like the well. It's blockchain, dude. Like eh, maybe it's fucking yeah. Maybe it runs on some uh, Hoffman. You know, the other Hoffman, Donald Hoffman. Although I don't think he came up with the idea. It was some other physicist, these hyper objects, you know, beyond uh, our perceptual limits, which, you know, fundamentally are going to organize things like base frequencies or what have you. Okay, fine. The majority of us are not going to step out of the dream in, and uh, put on the Neo helmet and see the fucking binary. And there is, I have arrived, let's say, at a place where my intuition suggests that when William Blake points out, um, you know, I'll mangle the quote, of course, but he, he essentially alludes to the fact that imagination is all. This is, once again, not uh, coloring books and imaginary friends this is all and that would make sense if everything i just said in the past 15 minutes is true if there really was a dude and there was right there was a guy who was looking at ledgers and figured out how to fuck with them and create what we know as whatever fractional reserve banking or fucking uh, derivatives or tranching or all this shit and it was like you know what hey john come over here I think I might have fucking uh, figured something out. John looks at it, and they have a moment of, well, do I stab you in the heart, or are you going to stab me in the heart? Because I'm, I'm fucking doing this and taking everything. Presumably, you know, John and his fucking friend there could arrive at some sort of uh, agreement, and they both walk away uh, fucking over all of, all of humanity. From that... from a, a set of symbols that we should never have put so much fucking into. You, f- you fucking fool. So do you really think that continuing to do that is the wise thing? I mean, really? You know? I, I'd love to hear the fucking argument, but nobody can put up the argument. There is not one. 
I'm sure we could pull about a bunch of fucking kids out of Tijuana at the day that the balloon goes up, drop them in any fucking random place, and they will come out on top. No matter fucking how deep your stash is or whatever else. Unless you have, um, you know, more than the worship of the symbol. And you don't. For the most part, almost nobody does. I make this point all the time. Nobody likes it. I, I even feel kind of bad saying it, but... How do priests suggest to you that it's okay to work at McDonald's? What... Does anybody unravel, like, the ontological... Cosmological presuppositions that go into that idea? Well, whatever you do right now doesn't really fucking matter, okay? You just got to get on with this thing, and in the end, it's going to be okay. So what that really sounds like is, whatever you do, do not force yourself or force anybody else into a situation, an absolute confrontation with the darkness, so that you are right back in this place, sitting in the fucking darkness, and what, out of like pure frustration, did that guy just grab, did he have some, did he see a monkey do it? Did he have a vision? Did an angel speak to him? Did something, you know, subconscious speak to him? Did the goddamn flipper kid come in there and say, dude, you dumb shit. See those two dry sticks. Okay, put the one on the other and give it every fucking thing you have until they start to smoke. And when they start to smoke, keep going. And then when you wake up uh, cold and tired and no food tomorrow, maybe you'll be able to figure out that if you add a string, and you can get some string from that tree over there, you guys already kind of invented cordage. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know? Nobody knows. But the point is, you're right back there in that same fucking moment. You're standing at the edge of absolute darkness. Well, I got faith. No, you don't. You don't have faith because you don't even know what faith is, just like you don't even know what repentance is. It takes some douchebag fucking, uh, you know, ranch hand writer such as myself wandering into Christianity at age 40 out of nowhere to say, and I'm not, you know, touting my theological acumen here. I'm just saying, dude, um, if you set down the sentimentality, there's another way to view this. Does that matter to you? Well, it sure as fuck does if you if you listen to what people say. I'm a hard-ass motherfucker. I'm going to kill whoever I need to to survive. No, you're not. No, you are not. You are going to hope for a certain fantasy to transpire. You are going to hope for certain allowances from fate, from destiny, from big abstractions such as demographics, distance, pressure wave fucking calculations and such. Okay. When the fact of the matter is, it sounds like what I'm saying is far more abstract, far crazier, and ultimately just fucking completely useless. But you gotta admit, I got a fucking point here. There you are. Well, I guess I'll get up today and do what I did yesterday and one of these days. I don't know. It could get hot one of these days. I don't know. I guess I... End of the month, I guess I pay the bills. Or, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't. Okay. I think that maybe some of the messages not to recur again to my... Um, I hope you understand. Like, I see what I see and I'm largely scrapping around like anybody else, but I, that's the situation that I am looking at. And it is my choice to presume meaning in that situation and to presume an exit and to presume further that I'm man enough for the fucking task. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not a trained anything. I'm not like a trained soldier or fucking... I would be something closer to, uh, in, in, you know, um, and maybe more than one sense, you know, small time operator. And from that point of view, this is the vision that I derive. That's, 
guess I'd derive it. The inputs, including dreams, that's what I sense. And I'm not alone in that. I know for a fact. And I'm not the dude who delineated any of this. I'm just the dude stringing it together for you on the war horse. I am the dude, however, who's making this point in relation to this sort of, if you will, you know, the numinous and uh, the push-pull meeting in the ectoplasmic. Um, here we are in supernature. If Blake is right, William fucking Blake. And he's not the only one, right? You can you can bypass like um, Raoul Dahl or whoever, you know, other intelligence assets, what they have to say about uh, imagination. And you're going to find something far more um, energetic happening, loaded with vast potential, implied. Much of the reason that they aren't able to, you know, further explicate that is due to this issue of like, um, I don't know if interpersonal proximity is quite what it is. It's, it is maybe more about the blood and it may be, you know, as Bowery suggests more about not even... I don't know that he would go that far. So I don't want to put words in his mouth. But um, I think that there there is something like if we have the blood and we have the ectoplasmic, there is a place where these, these do meet. We call this a spiritual cast. This is kind of how I conceptualize it. No need, at least at this point in my estimation, to overlay this with further elaborations of like uh, karmic families or what have you. I don't know. I don't I don't fucking know. I don't think people that say they know probably know. Maybe they do. But I do know that you can experience something like a kinship with people who are not necessarily in your family. Maybe you do just to share genes with them going way the fuck back. I don't know. Maybe some types of genes are really um, particular particularized to collaborate well with other types. Imagine that. God damn. That would be fat that'd be fantastic. And probably vice versa, right? Well, sitting there in the darkness with the heart of darkness pressing down on you. Um, sorry, you're not gonna wake up from this fucking dream. No, that really is the edge of the perimeter and it's teeming and boiling with something. It may just be, you know, natural death. Wow, you got to the end of the road and you accomplished absolutely fucking nothing. Your piles of ones and zeros were stripped from you just like everyone else's. You contributed nothing of lasting value and there you go. That's that's your fucking life. Adios, dude. Yeah, sounds fucking cool. But it may also be the need um, uh, something closer to love, um, which would be very close to honor and very close to loyalty. And these are concepts, all of them. You know, where did people get their conception? Well, from movies, dude. That's it. That's where most of the shit, and was discernment applied? Fuck no, because discernment was not part of the Hollywood education. So for the most part, if you made it into the remnant, your father, your brother, somebody instilled in you some concept of discernment, and then and then you went all in on it. So here you are. And if you are, at least from my point of view, okay. you've got a couple of things happening here. You're not a God. I'm not a God. We are made in the image of God. I think that what partly this means is that 
the guy sitting in the forest did not make the sticks, but he somehow made the fire. Did he make fire, you know? No, he did not. I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. Maybe he did. Maybe he collaborated with God. But he's not responsible for the actual materials, just like you and I are. If you take the five fucking grams, you're not responsible for the world that you, the back world, that the back worldsman goes to explore, nor are you responsible for the block time world into which you return. This is a massive, massive energy saver and time saver if you, if you go there, if you get to that point where you can let go of that. And again, most people cannot, and this is in large part, I think, what the male, the collective aggregated male energy is, is assigned here through the blizzarding of the fucking world wherein, you know, um, mostly mom is left and she doesn't like doing it. That's why she's so angry to, to have to do the architecture work. You know, the mom doesn't want to do that shit. Okay. It's no matter what, she doesn't want to, but it, when left to you get, vast stagnation, you get all of these Hoffmanian sort of uh, symptoms and outcomes like amnesia, abulia, I I always forget the third one, apathy, that's right, that's what you get. So what I suggest to you with this is that there are already laid down a bunch of materials, numinous, ectoplasmic, you know, just block time, push-pull material, and probably shit out there farther that you've yet to find. The absolute reliance on mathematics, you know, a cursory, a weekend study will show you that the best art, just go read um, Stella Maris and the Passenger. You know, it's there too. That's what's going on. That's what's at play when Epstein is fucking, when, well, let's just say it, the Mossad um whoever the shadow sort of you know international elites are the the there is a cabal between intelligence agencies what are they applying all of this i mean massive amounts of resources and like bald-faced corruption of a sort that's just you know the dude's been dead for quite a while and he's still appearing on christmas ornaments and shit this is a Titanic levels of chutzpah, as they say, right? They were pushing out to this place. They want to make sure that they get their hands on whatever that fucking is. Now, is Joseph Farrell right? And it's some Nazi bells, you know, centrifugal mercury shit that's just going to basically continue to eat up resource. I don't, you know, maybe. Maybe that's a piece of it. Were these same characters entering into the Monroe Institute, entering into experiments, you know, to stare at goats, et cetera, et cetera, fill in the blanks, you know what I'm talking about. And meanwhile, covering all of these, you know, it seems like human use of electricity and the microprocessor and whatnot is a type of lily pad innovation something i mean it's right there right they want to they want to bind it with the organic they don't know how but that's that must be the next frontier according to these people well all of this is to gift you with something that again go find me a fucking podcast that can or would do this i don't know of any at this point, I would fucking scrape the scum off a of goat's balls and eat it in front of you if this fucking project would just put out, you know, what, 2500 bucks a month? Is that too much to ask to bear your fucking soul? You know, Jesus H. Christ. Can a man get a break up in this piece? I don't know. Maybe you can't while you constantly undermine it. Is that the message? Maybe. But here's the gift. I've laid it all 
out in front of you. I've set the stage. I have I've built you an elaborate set piece. Some of these tools that are laying there may be half buried. I, you do not need to dig very deep. They're humming in your fucking... Uh, in your bones, in your blood. And it's the shame and all of the processing that we've discussed in various ways in this project that, that keep you numb, that keep you from wondering what the fuck that is. Is it really just, you know, and then you have, you have, look, look at this. You have one option placed in front of you in terms of, well, here's, here's a template you could take with your frustration. You want to be a fucking school shooter kid? Like, no, you fucking retard. I don't want to do anything like this. But a lot of us are wondering about that fucking uh, Tree of Liberty quote, bro. Um, a lot of us are wondering, like, what, what exactly are we going to do here in the darkness? Well, I think as I said in the past episode, uh, seven, because this, of course, is eight. So this, ep- this episode cannot end. It, it was here before I got... The Bureau assigned me here outside of fucking, you know, staking out once again the hoodlums at Authentic Mexican Cuisine and scoping the uh, low-grade MILFs walking into the pizza parlor or what have you simply to arrive to these explications for you, sir. That there is a... There's a pushing out, like... uh, Imagine the monad again, right? Like this thing has to expand somewhere uh, into three-dimensional space in all directions. The idea of excavating is incomplete. That's not where you're at in the numinous. It isn't a recreation of this push-pull world. It's not just dirt. You're not maybe even walking. Maybe again, as been alluded to, maybe you you are suspended from above somehow. And then when you reach like a plug, you are grounded into this earth and a management of this uh, interoception will begin to do much more than you know get you some ass at the gym or you know make the guys at the club think you're fucking cool um, or, or or make you into fucking Rambo you know uh, whatever you're and we all have them I mean I have some version of this and we all do but this is part of why I go back to this experience of and I'm not advocating it I'm just using it you so radically alter the conscious the consciousness the experience of totality of your being this bubble the permeability around you the instantiation of you if dosed with enough of this stuff the Elysian mystery, the fucking Dionysian brew, the LSD, the fucking whatever the hell it is. I think that whatever is being per- purveyed, you know, you, sh- you should look at it with some serious skepticism. If anything, yeah, I still advocate. Uh, I don't advocate it. But if you, again, I get all these emails like, well, what should I do? What should I do? Like, what do you mean? Like, I, I uh, well, what kind of, Christ, man, just get a pound of fucking mushrooms and eat it and see what happens. Am I joking? I've been joking the whole time. This whole fucking podcast is fiction, my friend. But to push out into this space requires power. And you only build this by inertia. And you only build, I think, inertia by comprehending McCarthy's quote, constancy. Constancy of what? Constancy applied to a path with heart is one thing. Constancy applied to, well, it's Saturday night. I got to go down to the pizza parlor and make sure I collect a pill. And I... No, dude, that ain't a path with heart, you fucking turd, and you know it. You fucking know it. Once you have gotten to that point where you have found yourself, uh, you know, dark night of the soul, people act like it's just one night. Like, dude. This shit ain't going away. 
you're not going to get on Instagram and go on an ayahuasca journey or grab some yoga for that matter or grab some breath work even and this shit go away. You've taken on these, here's the description of your choices. You've taken on these disciplines. You've exposed yourself to these paths in life as Bro Jogan would say, for some reason. And the faith is found in the purity of that constancy applied to infinite absolute criticism the darkness itself the very heart of the darkness pressing on you and if you don't have that level of you know think of a fucking olive press or think of some other material apparatus extruding fucking the pure product This is what stress is. This is what Brian McKenzie intuits, but does not know. He does not know how far the implications extend. It just so happens because I have taken tremendous, tremendous amounts of punishment in this life that I do fucking know. And so I would suggest to you that if you find yourself in that situation, which you probably do, the only way out is to sort of invert the constancy into a relationship with this fucking pressure. Maybe this is the trick to the Nazi fucking bell because it sure as, is, it sure as fuck is the trick to navigating the edge of the darkness, the edge of the known imagination itself seems to emerge out of this process so what you're really saying is i gotta suffer from my art bro i'm saying that art and beauty and these things were signposts on the way to something yet larger and maybe the invention of that thing or the the apprehend the apprehension because again you know what do we really create are we more like discoverers I think that we are more like trackers. I think that we are hunting something in the darkness and that's your nature. That sounds cool, man. That sounds tactical, dude. Yeah, fuck, it sounds tactical, doesn't it? Let's go find some fucking people to kill with it. Then what? Yes, avid absorber. Yes, I get fucking empty-headed turds like that occasionally. They subscribe, they realize, uh, this ain't like about fucking stacking bodies or whatever. Like, what's stopping you fuckface from stacking bodies, you giant fucking faggy pussy? You. That. The fuck didn't, you know? That's not the point. I just made the point. The whole fucking project for you right there. If it's not clear, there is a margin between block time fucking endless tedium bullshit into which the pressure already exists if you will merely summon the balls to go there. Yeah, I mean, the whole project was never always meant to, to like target people that, uh, whatever, fucking all the bras, right? All the fucking bra bullshit. Like you kind of, well, there's something kind of true there, but you bounced off it because it's ultimately hollow. The whole fucking project was to be the catch net where all of you, fu- all, all those fuckers fucking, yeah. Cause there's way more fuckers that are just like, okay, I can just kind of reside in this space for like the next decade of my life and regurgitate shit that dudes on the internet said, and that'll be my identity. And I'm sure, you know, whatever, but then I'll have, you know, some more franchises or, or I get a battery and bulbs going or, you know, maybe import export or whatever. No, man. No, man. If you've made it this fucking far, you're that fucking guy, okay, who's sitting there with the pressure, and I'm, I've just laid down two years to get you to recognize everything has a risk, right? You don't just fucking show up to yoga for six fucking years and everything's great again. That's not the nature of man. The nature of you as a man is to risk, is to put shit on the line, 
to go the fuck all in and then double and triple fucking quadruple until they kill you in the corner. And if you're not that, you are a cunning fucking rat. And that's all you fucking are. And I believe that we have winnowed most of the dog shit out. And hopefully this fucking project will sit, uh, you know, in the dust or in this 3D expansion space that I'm speaking of. And it can provide some value to the backworldsmen. This is what you are. That's your nature is much, much, much deeper. And the entirety of the New Age movement, what do you think they did? They just applied the same principles that commerce or whatever else has been applying forever. I like this. It's got spark. Now tell me, how do I distill it down to its very essence and reproduce it in mass fucking quantities? Can we do that? That's all, dude. That's all. That's the confrontation with the self. The self seems to be beyond the quote self. It's beyond what, you know. The language is so fucking confusing. I've struggled with it for 25, 30 years. The you that is you is not the you. The totality of the you, I mean, at some point, dude, the faith that you've comprehended, you've, you know, maybe it is. It's that way, dude. It's not east. It's not north. It's not south. Apophatic. So what fucking remains? Well, I guess I'm going west, young man. We will be back, gentlemen, because uh, one, the show must go on, and two, it's not Christmas yet. Appreciate your support. Appreciate the feedback. Appreciate being back in the West. God damn, it's good out here. Even when it's bad, it's pretty fucking good. Adios, my friends. We'll talk soon.